This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So what's going on with Chinese stocks right now? They sold off in 2018 and like everything did basically towards the end of 2018, but then they rallied big to start 2019. And I was getting all these troll tweets on Twitter from the Chinese stock trolls, I guess is what you would call them, uh, telling me about how wrong I was about the Chinese stocks and that they're dominating. It's the only place to be far better than American stocks and blah, blah, blah. But then they went silent a couple couple weeks ago, at least, I want to say maybe five, six weeks ago, I haven't heard from any trolls. No, no matter what I tweet out, they're just gone. And I didn't block them. So I'm like, eh, something must be up with the Chinese stocks. So I took a look and a lot of them are on the decline again. Um, so here we are with some of the stocks maybe looking like they might be values, right? So I thought I'd look again since they have fallen back. And I wanted to know, are they values? We'll, we'll just start with that one because I've been looking to see if any of them have been values for quite some time. Or are they traps if they are the values? And it's hard for me um, to consider what might be the traps with with some of the Chinese stocks, because remember what a value trap is. It's when the earnings are on the decline. So you have the value fundamentals with like the PE um, in particular, the PE, but you might have a a value peg even or price to book ratio. And so it's looking pretty attractive to value investors until you take a look at those earnings and then you see that for this year, they're on the decline. So um, I, you know, being talking about China, you wouldn't think those earnings would be on the decline, but I took a look at SINA, which is ticker S-I-N-A, a little bit ago as a bear of the day here at Zach's. And that's gets that designation when it's a rank five, which is the strong sell. We, it's called the bear of the day. And I was shocked to see that the earnings are on the decline there. So not only have they been cut by the analysts, but um, earnings are expected to decline 5.2% this year. And that's that was a little bit shocking to me because I'm not used to seeing that with China. Because remember, that's where it's, you know, grow, 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 up, up, up. It's so big, it can never stop growing, right? But somehow the earnings on this giant online media and social media company are expected to decline this year. So when I saw that, I thought, man, you know, I need to do another episode here on the podcast about whether or not some of these are truly values or if they're traps. And Cena does have the value valuation. It's trading at 14 times, but with that earnings decline, I would consider that to be a value trap, even though these shares are off big actually in the last like six weeks. So I took a look there, but even though they appear cheap, I do consider this to be a value trap. And Cena is actually the parent company of Weibo, which is ticker WB. I didn't look at WB to see if those are on the decline. I'm kind of assuming yes, because they Cena is the parent. Um, but they were also fairly cheap, but have also pulled back. So let's dive in on some other Chinese stocks that, um, 
you know, just to take a look because maybe, maybe this particular company is just a one-off because obviously that happens. A lot of companies run into some kind of troubles um, or it's their industry that has issues and it's not everybody else. So I wanted to take a look around. I'm going to look at some of the big Chinese names that we've talked about many times on the show and the ones that most of you own or want to own, especially as a value investor thinking, ooh, if some of these get real cheap, I can get in there and get, you know, something uh, really attractively priced for one of the the big, the big kunas that everybody wants to own, like the Alibabas of the world. Um, but I did take a look at a few smaller stocks. So I'm going to start with that one, the small stock, the one you've never heard of, just to take a look because it's pretty cheap. So the name of it is China Distance Education. DL is the ticker. They have a PE of just 8.7 and they have a PEG of 0.6. So I saw those things and I was like, well, that's, you know, cheap and it's got some growth. Small cap, though, it's only 176 million market cap, almost no volume. I think it's only like 13,000 shares trade a day. So it's going to be crazy. Year to date, though, these shares are down 19.5%. And over the last two years, they're down 39%. So uh, looks attractive here with these valuations. So what they do is they're on online education and they help uh, professionals obtain things like professional licensing. You can take uh, professional development courses online, like accounting, legal engineering, you know, like if you need to get a certificate in something or you need to do like online legal education, this is the kind of company over in China you would be using to do that. So I looked at a fiscal 2019 and earnings expected to be 61 cents this year and last year they were 49 cents so that's earnings growth of 24 percent so no earnings decline there and then I took a look at fiscal 2020 and while it's less growth they're only expected to have 64 cents which is earnings growth of about five percent it still is to the positive so this looks pretty good. This is not value trap scenario here. Still big growth in this fiscal year and a little bit for next fiscal year, although slowing. So I would consider this not a value trap. The ticker is DL, but this is a real small uh, small cap here. So this is not one of the big kahunas. So it's going to be real hard to find information on it, especially over here in the States. And here at Zaxx, we only had one analyst in the estimate there covering it. So got to do your homework on that one if you're interested in it. But um, I was pleased to see that because with the PE so low, I thought Man, this could be a value trap, but it's not. Okay, so let's switch over to some of the bigger stocks now. Um, let's look at Baidu because I've covered them many times on the show because those shares have been sliding for quite some time. So the ticker is BIDU. They mostly people call them the Google of, of China, but they've been struggling now because China's online ad industry is really weak this year. And that's based on like the macro conditions, like an economic slowdown, you buy less advertising. That's true even in the United States. That's why I always look at the advertising companies, like the big, um, the ones who actually make the ads. <laughs> I look at them here in the United States as a key indicator of when a recession might be coming, because that's the thing you always pull first. So if suddenly sales decline or you're starting to slow, 
oh, we just won't spend as much on that ad or we won't spend as much on marketing because that's an easy way to cut your costs. So that's happening over in China and Baidu has been getting real hit by that. So they're not as cheap as um, you might think on a PE ratio. PE is 20 right now. But they do have a cheap price-to-book ratio, which is just 1.5. So they have some value in there. And year-to-date, these shares are down 27%, let's just say. So far, two years, they're down 35%. But it has been one of the lagging of the Chinese stocks because this ad industry is weak. And then taking a look at those estimates, let's see, is it is it a value or the trap? So 2019... They're expected to make 559 this year, but they made 964 in 2018. So without even telling you like how big a decline that is, it's 42 cent, 42%. Um, it's pretty bad just on that headline read right there. And 90 days ago, the analysts were looking for 888, um, $8.88. So it's plunged down to 559 now because it the weakness continues there. So huge slide. Next year, analysts more bullish. It's rebounding in a big way for next year and expected to be up 46% back into the $8 range. But um, for this year, because of that big earnings decline, I would consider Baidu to still be a trap. And so I would watch these shares, see if they continue to slide, and then we'll see what happens with the earnings and but right now they're still being cut so i don't like that either it's not like the analysts are like okay we've cut and we're done now no they're still on the decline over the last three months so i'd wait you know to see what they say in the next earnings call here but i consider baidu right now to be a trap okay let's switch over to yy I've covered this one too. The ticker is YY. Um, so that's easy. These are the streaming guys. They do games and entertainment online and they've been cheap for a while. So their PE is just 10.2 right now and they have a peg of 0.7. So that's why they're constantly on the Value Investor Podcast because they do have these good uh, value credentials, right? So they have sold off big off of uh, into 2018, but they have rebounded off of those 2018 lows here in 2019. So take let's take a look at those um, estimates because year-to-date, these shares are up 16.9%. So I was thinking something good maybe is going on, at least with the earnings side. And 2019, they're expected to make 672 now. And 2018, they made 713. So that is a decline down 5.7%. It's not awful, but it is a decline year over year there. And it's expected to rebound a bit in 2020. Um, they're showing 770, which is up 14% into next year. But since I don't like that decline, even though the shares are cheap, I still consider this to be a value trap scenario right here. And the shares are still down 36% over the last year, even though they're up year to date. So it was real bad, brutal sell-off over 50%, as you recall. So some people did get in there um, when it was, you know, looking real dire. But here, if you're just looking for that cheap Chinese stock, yes, it's cheap, but earnings a little bit challenged this year. So I'd be on the sidelines. Then I took a look at a whole bunch of other companies. So I, I don't know how you pronounce it, Yuwa maybe, H-U-Y-A. That was spun off from YY, 
but that's not cheap at all. It's trading at 57 times. So I don't consider that to be anywhere close to a value. <laughs> so I'm not even going to look at it to see, you know, about the trap scenario since it's not a value. I also took a look at 10 cent again. Um, that's one of the big ones. I know a lot of you are waiting to get into that one. T-C-E-H-Y is the ticker there. That's like the Facebook of China, among other things, video games, various other 10 cent music. They spun that off. They're one of the big, you know, big guys, big kahunas, um, 30 times. So I don't consider that to be cheap either, but I did take a look at the EPS growth for that one and it is looking positive this year and next year. So no trap there, even if it shares sell off, it would not be a trap. Um, JD.com, ticker JD, that's basically the Amazon of China, even though everyone says it's Alibaba, but it's really JD. And that's not cheap either. 41 times you're still paying to get those shares. And earnings growth looks super strong for this year over there, even with the uh, slowing in the economy. No one believes the consumer is going to slow apparently because earnings expected to double up 100% in this year over last year. So no trap there, even if the shares got cheaper. And then what about Alibaba? Took a look there. BABA is the ticker. It's not super expensive here. Um, it's trading at 25 times. I was a little surprised by that because I haven't looked at this one in a while. Price to book, though, is 4.7, so it's a little pricey there. But fiscal 2020 earnings growth, just 12.2%. That's not great for what you're paying 25 times, but the sales are still pretty elevated. 34% sales growth this year, which is a good indicator of what you want to look at when you're paying paying up these higher valuations for these companies. If you're buying the growth stock, you better get some growth, right? But the earnings, not so great, but still not a decline. I wouldn't call this a value stock yet either, waiting to still get it cheaper. If it got under 20, I might put in that category, kind of like what Baidu is right now, but it's not, it's at 25. So, um, but not a trap either. So if you're looking around, you're not getting a growth trap here. Let's just put it that way. And one other stock I decided to take a look at, because I'm not sure we've talked about it on the show before, is C-Trip. That's ctrip.com, ticker C-T-R-P. Now, C-Trip is the online um, travel over there. It's has partially owned by Priceline or Booking.com, as it's now known, Booking. BKNG is that ticker. And but this is the the big online travel site for the Chinese market. And I took a look to see is there any value there? Eh, they're trading at 26 times now. Uh, year to date, these shares are actually up 35.8%, but they have come back down off of their recent highs. So a lot of people went in to buy these shares when they got really beaten up at the end of 2018. So it's had a big rally here in 2019. Over the last two years, however, these shares are still down 33%. So if you're a longer-term shareholder in C-Trip, it hasn't been that fun, actually. But if you timed it or tried to time it, you haven't done that badly in 2019. So I thought, meh, maybe there's some value. But the P26.5, but the price to book is just 1.4. So yeah, it does have a little bit of value credentials here. Uh, price to sales, 4.8. So that's a little on the high side, but... 
price to book at 1.4 isn't isn't awful. So what do those earnings look like? 2019 expected to make a dollar 32 and they made a dollar 34 in 2018. So yeah, it's a decline but just 1.5%. And those estimates could be changing. We're only in the middle of the year, so we maybe they're going to make a little bit more than they made in 2018, we don't know. So I don't hate that. I don't really consider it to be a trap there because it's basically flat year over year. It's not great to be flat, but it's better than on the negative. And then 2020, they do expect the analysts to see a big rebound. They're expecting $1.73 and that's up 31%. So I kind of like the C-trip play here. I do own booking in my own personal portfolio. And one of the reasons I do own it is because of this buy-in that they have made over the years um, in C-Trip when they bought the shares, because it's a way to own a Chinese company without actually owning one. So that's why I did that that way. But I don't mind, um, like I said, C-Trip's valuations here aren't that bad. And I'm not going to call it a value trap because it's like right on the edge. So I'm going to say this could be a value stock here based on the price to book. And if the shares were to sell off further, then I definitely would be maybe eyeing these as much more of a stronger value stock. So right now there's some value, but it's not like super cheap, deep value here with C-Trip. So those are the ones I looked at today. It's mainly the big names. You know, what do they call it? The bats. Did I look at all the bats? Yes. Um, I think I did because I included Cena in there. So out of the bats, which is Baidu, Alibaba, Tencent, and Cena, that's equivalent to Fang in China. So they try to make that the thing, the bats. And uh, Baidu is a value trap, as is Sina, but Alibaba and Tencent, not values and not not traps, even if they were. So they're not growth traps. So uh, 50% batting average there on the traps. So there are some cheaper stocks, but the real cheap stocks on valuation level are a little bit on the trap side right now. Although um, that China distance education is really cheap with that PE of 8.7 and that is not a value trap. So, so yeah, some interesting things going on in the Chinese stocks. I'm still on the sidelines with them. I am buying U.S. companies, like I said, that invest in China or have business in China as a way to get Chinese exposure. But if some of these were to get a lot cheaper and were not the trap without the declining earnings, I might be taking a second look because um, I always like to get those value stocks, especially if I could get it in some of these really big name companies. But right now, that's just um, a little bit out of out of the way and not really in focus. But as I said, the shares on a lot of the Chinese stocks have really taken a dive in, I would say, the last two months. So we'll see where these go in 2019 because it's always changing. Okay, let me recap the stocks again. So we had China Distance Education, DL. That was not a value trap. Baidu, BIDU, it is a value trap with that big earnings decline this year. YY is a value trap, ticker YY. Um, earnings expected to decline. And then C-Trip, I would say, is a value stock, but not super cheap. CTRP is that ticker. Then I took a look at 
Um, Alibaba, not a value, um, but also not a trap, not a growth trap. B-A-B-A is the ticker. Tencent, T-C-E-H-Y, as the really long ticker, is not a value and not a trap. Um, JD.com is just JD, and that is also not a value and not a trap. So, and then Huya, or I'm not calling it right. Um, H-U-Y-A is not a value. I didn't look to see if that one was a trap, um, but it's trading at 57 times. So that's a real growth play for those of you looking for growth stocks. So yeah, there's a lot going on in China and a lot with the trade issues and the global economy right now, but I'll be keeping an eye out on all these stocks going forward into the second half of the year to see if these stories change. And you want to be sure to subscribe to the Value Investor Podcast to always get our podcasts. So when we do do the update on the Chinese stocks, you are there to get it. You can get us on Spotify and that's our most one of our most popular platforms now. So way to go, Spotify listeners, uh, all you value fans on Spotify. And you can also get us as a standalone show on Apple Podcasts. And you can, of course, get us two for one, two shows and one location on SoundCloud. But you got to go through the market edge over there to get the two. So if you're searching for us on SoundCloud, Search under Zach's Market Edge and you'll find us. But any way you get us, be sure to do so. And I'll be back again next week with some more value stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.